Hi, Internet. How are you? Hello, Internet. Uh, so for today's podcast to talk about Gonzo wearing a dress and becoming Gonzarella, Derek actually dressed like a woman. Psych, it's not Derek. It's his lovely wife, Kate. <laughs> are you going by Kate Bolin now or are you still going by your old last name? I'm going by Kate Bolin out in public, but legally I am still. Hmm. Okay. My previous last name. I just wanted to make sure I got that right before I said it a hundred times and upset you if you weren't going by that. It won't upset me. I don't know if I actually legally will ever be Kate Bolin now that I have to change my name in two different countries. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a lot of paperwork. And yeah, I don't fault you at all if you don't want to do paperwork because that is like the worst thing ever. Right. So for appearances, I think I'm just going to go with Kate Bolin for now. But Nice. Yeah, I don't even know how you do change your name. Me neither. We asked our lawyers, like, should we change? Should I change my name before, after I emigrate to Canada? Mm-hmm. And they were just like, that is a personal decision. So, woof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're like, would it be easier like, or help my case? Actually, I need like, to know. Like, yeah, they'll be like, that's a personal decision. <laughs> be like, well, no. Would it help me? legally right if i did or did not change my name and they'll be like actually now with the way gender roles are <laughs> we don't want to tell people what to do with their names and right <laughs> they want they didn't do, want to yeah. you know tell me that i'm still derek's property so yeah exactly be like you're in a legally binding contract where you he now owns you and you have to take his last name because this is still a patriarchy yeah, he's like doubly owns me since he's my sponsor as well. Oh, snap. Um, Blink like six times if you're in trouble. <laughs> Just like Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I should have <laughs> told you to wear a red, uh, yellow shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything <sighs> new with that Britney Spears thing? Because I. I keep hearing about it ever since that Netflix documentary, but I'm just like, I feel like I learned more about this than I initially ever wanted to anyway. So I haven't looked into it again. Um, yeah, there was a huge thing where she finally had her day in court and spoke about how she wishes she could sue her family. And, you know, she hasn't been able to have the life that she wants. Um so I know there's a lot of stuff going into trying to remove her conservative conservatorship. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what the latest is. I just, <laughs> it's like every other day, there's like some other headline, like Britney Spears dad tried to block her from going to Hawaii or mm-hmm. something like her sister was using her or her sister was in on it. And- yeah. It was like, it's funny because you like she wants to sue her family. It's like the only money your family has is yours. So yeah. you basically just be suing yourself with another step. But yeah, like I heard that her dad wasn't going to be her conservator, but now it's going to be her sister. And that right. her sister was like attacking the dad's like ineptitude or whatever his ability to be her conservator. But it was just because she wanted to be the conservator. So it's like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And I read like, yeah, she was there was like something that I didn't even know about where her sister. Like sung her songs at some concert. Yeah, I heard about that. So, yeah, what was happening was like something. And 
I don't know. The only thing I've heard about this is other podcasts talking about it. So it's just like they're saying how she was complaining that her sister was singing her songs badly. Yeah. And I feel like she could just sue her sister for copyright. Be like those. I own the copyright on those songs. Or is this like a sketchy like um, Taylor Swift thing where it's like some record label owns the songs and it doesn't matter who sings them because they get all the money anyway. I don't know. Maybe. Wouldn't this be a crazy conspiracy if it was like her dad didn't even want to do the conservatorship, but it was just like this record label, this whole like weird dark record label thing, keeping her in a house so that they could sell the backlog of the albums without her like being crazy and ruining the Britney franchise. I don't even know how far off that be because her dad's always like, oh, I haven't talked to Britney in years. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I mean, I hope you have. He'd be like, <laughs> he was like, oh shit, I put her in that house on the estate and locked the door, and I totally forgot. Whoops. It's just like, should have yeah. changed her Instagram password. <laughs> he's like, did I leave the iron on? Did I leave my do- adult daughter in a home with the door locked uh, for years? Oops. Yeah. Yeah, but that's kind of like being locked in her home is kind of like that, um, like that meme you always see on Facebook. Like, would you you have to live in this home for one year with your second at, but uh, and you get uh, ten million dollars. Yeah, I will take all of her conservatorship and she could take all of my freedom and go to my super fun outdoor job all she wants. And it's heartbeat. You really go to welding, I bet. Yeah, I mean, She looks like she's got crazy. It's funny because it's like, it'll be like, you'll see a video of her and she'll be like, oh, she seems normal. And then like her, like, I will go crazy or something. I'll be like, oh yeah, that's uh, (laughs) why someone's in control of her finances. But I was going to say, I feel like she might just be crazy enough that the welding, like the burning yourself wouldn't bother her. (laughs) Although that that just makes it sound like I'm crazy, but no, no, Dale, the welding doesn't bother me, but. That's just because I'm used to it. <laughs> ah, self burn. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, back to being sidetracked about something else. We were sidetracked always about by Britney Spears, podcast. but yeah. Yeah. Uh, how was your whole immigration process? If because the states is getting pretty rocky in some points. So if people want to come join this country that on paper looks better but actually isn't, how would they go about doing it? My thing with that is that everyone always says like they're moving to Canada. Um, if someone wins the election, it's mm-hmm. typically like they would not be happy in Canada. Oh no. That oh, no. person, those people. Do you like um, having less freedoms and paying more taxes? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my immigration process was, pretty easy actually um probably compared to others but what we did was something called the outland sponsor spousal sponsorship Mm -hmm. is a lot of paperwork it you know when you see like in the movies where it's like people get married just for immigration like and it's just like that's what happens but like the movie green card with gerard depardieu (laughs) yes i didn't (laughs) see that but you know it's it's we had to send like 
pictures of our entire relationship from start to marriage, basically. Emails to each other, text messages, proof that like we have acknowledged we are in a relationship on social media. Um, what so else? Basically, that we have not... like sent money to each other and we have oh like shared God. finances. Yeah. So it's it's so much. And it was like we had to have um, people write um, like verified letters that we were in a relationship mm. and they had met us, that they were like at our wedding or saw our wedding. Didn't I write one of those? Yeah. Nice. I'm on the ball. And then every time it felt like we were done with it, it was mm-hmm. like something needed to change, like something was incorrect. Um, so we thought like we would get married in July. We got married mm-hmm. July 5th, 2020. And we thought like that would be it. Like that was our last piece of paper that we needed was our marriage certificate. But we ended up not submitting my immigration until June, November of 2020. Didn't hear anything until like March. Um, And then again, didn't hear anything after that for like three months. And Mm -hmm. then about a couple of weeks ago, it was just like, all right, you're approved. Yeah, I remember because I was talking to Derek about it and it was like he was always like, I was like, so what's the process? He's like, oh, I don't know. We're waiting to hear. And then it was all like, ah, she's moving here. My (laughs) wife's coming. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And it just kind (laughs) of seemed like almost out of nowhere like of course it wasn't totally out of nowhere right well like I was planning on coming back anyways August 1st so it was just like like my flight was already booked so Hmm. I crossed that's handy August 1st Mm -hmm. and now I am a Canadian permanent resident nice so when does that turn into like a Canadian Canadian um so that is at least three years three years yeah and it's a certain number of days that i have to be in the country yeah and i like have to be in the country a certain number of days to to keep my permanent residency okay oh yeah so how does that work like um Derek, i think derek told me it's like you have to stay certain amount of chunks at a time before you can leave is that like a thing or did i just make that up in my head I think you made that up, but no. Um, so right now I can't really leave because I don't have mm. my permanent residency card. Okay. Which is crazy because I have so many documents that say like I'm a permanent resident. Yeah. But I have nothing where like now that I am a permanent resident, like I need this actual physical card to if I wanted to go to the States uh, or anywhere outside of Canada and come back. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, that might be a problem when we uh, go for our honeymoon. Oh, when's that next month? Yeah. They said it would take two to three months for me to get my PR card. Yeah. So it's it's funny because like we, as we're talking about this, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh yeah. So like, it takes all this time and then you don't know. And now you still don't have your permanent residency card yet. You have all this paperwork and people are just like, how about we get vaccine passports? And I'm like, good luck. Like, all these people who are arguing about it, I'm like, I don't even think you should bother arguing because by the time any of you gets like a vaccine passport, this would probably actually be over. Like not one of the like, oh, it's the 11th wave. We're coming back. It'll be like people will like forget what it was. It'll be yeah. like years. Well, last time I traveled here, so I and this isn't this is only through like my airline. So American Airlines uh, they have an app called Verify, and you upload nice like pun. your 
(laughs) (laughs) They upload your, like your COVID test, your vaccination records, and then Canada has the ArriveCan app. So they like already have it in place pretty much. And you just upload it on there and they verify everything on the ArriveCan app that you already need. So it'll be interesting because tomorrow travelers, vaccinated travelers are allowed back into Canada for discretionary reasons. Yeah. And we're not allowed to go the other way, right? Did I hear um, that right? You can fly. And like through oh, COVID the whole time you've been able to fly. So yeah, I, I like to call that we've allowed gentrified traveling, but not ghetto traveling. Like with the peasants who can't afford a plane ticket and have to drive across the border. Like you can't do that. But people have just been fucking flying back and forth because they're like, well, if they could afford a plane ticket, they probably don't have COVID. So I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it, you know, to me, that whole thing was ridiculous just because obviously it's a lot safer to travel in your own vessel across the border. Yeah, exactly. But it's also harder, I think, for the border to, you mm-hmm. know, regulate that so. yeah they can exactly like keep you like well they can like inspect your car or whatever but to like yeah like it's way easier to control people in an airport and stuff and like kind of like right. look at them when i haven't like traveled at all during the pandemic do they like take your temperature and stuff as you go through the airport not anymore no oh well i meant like did they when it was like yeah the they height. did okay yeah only um not like domestic flights, but when I came to Canada, yeah. Oh, yeah. But not when I came to the States from Canada, so. Mm. Well, yeah, I think I think a lot of the states are just like, well, there's just too many people here. We're not going to bother. Like, because yeah. the states has roughly, I think, 10 times as many people as Canada and half the land mass. So it's like Canada, we could kind of like corral the cats and kind of like keep track of everybody but in the states there's a lot of times where you're just like we can't it's too much people yeah and like some of our states are so small that and like the interstate travel is it'd be impossible yeah i can imagine i was just gonna ask you something but i totally forgot what i was gonna ask the answer is yes Mm mm-hmm Yeah, no, it was something. Ah, I'm sure it wasn't that important. So, um, do you want to talk about some stuff? Since we're sure, on let's the do podcast it. where we talk about stuff, let's talk about some stuff. So angry, yeah. Yeah, wow. That's funny because it's like, like Derek said on the last one, it's like we're 100, now we're 181 episodes in. And it was never intended to be about what we're angry about. Mm-hmm. It's always been about like what people are angry about online. But it's now like you guys are just time, fucking angry. Yeah, now we're angry about that. Nothing <laughs> else. <laughs> Cause it's yeah, because it's funny. I can't even imagine like some of the stuff we talk about on here getting like actually emotionally invested. I would just be like, uh like sometimes stuff will come up and I don't even want to talk about it because I have like absolutely no emotional like compass on it at all where i just don't give a shit either way but then we like talk about it because so many people are upset like uh this baby gonzo wearing a dress baby gonzo gonzarella yeah like everybody like you you brought it up because so this is what you brought to the table um so basically this is what made me angry this week and it didn't make me angry but yeah you go ahead and explain it well i was gonna get you to to do the heavy lifting and explain it (laughs) i'll explain it so uh, I'm taking Muppet. Derek's spot. Remember that. 
Yeah. So you got, you better know some stuff and be able to say big words. Cause I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Muppet Babies got rebooted like two years ago, which I didn't know. It's probably on no one did. Dis- they will now. Apparently it was on Disney plus junior and it's um, computer animated. And so what happened was I, I tried to look for it quickly before we did this, but I couldn't find it. So I don't know if this is like a Disney plus international or if it's in the States only and it's not in Canada yet, but I couldn't find the actual episode because I was believe it was called like Gonzarella. Yep. But I couldn't find it on my Disney plus. So I don't know if that's because the, um, the Muppet babies episode that this is in is like in a season that's not uploaded to Canadian Disney plus yet. Right. So yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't even, I didn't know that Muppets was associated with Disney anyway. So yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, it's funny. Cause I'm sure one of our fans, one of our giant fans who loves the Muppets would know this, but I feel <laughs> like maybe it was the Fox merger, like century tw- or 21st century Fox. I feel like that's who owned the Muppets, but I could be uh, very wrong, but whatever. Um, so anyways, to the actual point. So in the show, they're like reading a fairy tale book and Gonzo sees a princess and he says something to the effect of, I wish I could dress up like a princess. And then Miss Piggy being a fucking bitch says, you can't dress like a woman because we're Republicans on this show. Actually, she just said, (laughs) Miss Piggy probably is. Yeah. So she, um, she says, no, you're not allowed to because boys aren't allowed to wear dresses or whatever. And then Gonzo gets all sad. And then he, uh, Something that nobody missed was the rat father, Rizzo, who's a rat father instead of a fairy. He's a fairy rat father instead of the fairy godmother, which everybody's just okay with that gender swap. Nobody caught that. So he (laughs) grants little Gonzo's wish of dressing like a girl. So he wears a dress and then he wears a mask and he goes to like the mask ball or whatever and they have fun. And then later in the episode, it's revealed that he takes off his mask and they're like, why'd you wear a mask? Because we totally couldn't tell you were fucking Gonzo, this guy with this giant blue nose. And you're the only Muppet that looks like that until you took the mask off. And then he said something to the effect of like, ah, I thought I had to hide who I was because I thought I wouldn't be accepted. So it was like, it was also a lot of this, a whole lot of, ah, uh, it wasn't just the whole boy dresses like a girl thing. It was like hiding your true identity. And then they reassured him like, oh, you don't have to hide your identity and stuff. Like being stuck in uh, very specific gender norms. Mm-hmm. So I thought this was this is to me, this is totally fine because I feel like everybody's dressed up like a girl at one point in their life. I remember in grade three, uh, what I wanted to be for Halloween was a grandma, because as far <laughs> as I remember, there's always been like comedic actors and athletes dressing up like females and grandmas like uh, Martin Short did it. Robin Williams did it. I'm sh- oh, Eddie Murphy did it for like the Nutty Professor where he was like a mom and then Norbit. And then, Medea. yeah, there was also, was it Penny Hardaway, the basketball player who dressed up as a grandma for co- some Sprite commercials or something? And then he would like 
as a joke, he would go to like some neighborhood basketball game and then he would school them as dressed up as a grandma. So I feel like if this is like a brand new thing that we're going to talk about and it's going to be brought up, it's way too late because we've been dealing with this for like 40 years of guys dressing like girls. Well, and the other thing is like, how old are these Muppets supposed to be? Babies. Like they're babies. So I'm like more wondering like, wow, like Gonzo is like truly like amazingly introspective for a baby. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Cause it's like, they are, I, th- I felt like. And it's sad that he yeah. knows like as a baby that it's not okay to be who you want to be. Well, I think the whole point was Miss Piggy told him he wasn't allowed to because she's a bitch and every every iteration of Miss Piggy sucks. I've always hated Miss Piggy. Yeah. Hate her. Well, yeah. And for that show, I think more of the issue would be like showing that, you know, well, I guess it's good to show that like you could be judged for that, but it's okay to be who you truly want to be or what you're feeling. God, I don't know why I hate Miss Piggy so much, but... <laughs> I think it was because she was triggering for you. She was always she was always super mean to like Kermit the Frog and like always punched him and stuff. Hey, remember like a couple years ago when we weren't allowed to call girls bossy because it was like it was like mean or whatever. And I feel like Miss Piggy should have been the center of that because I was like her entire character persona was just being like aggressively bossy and angry. Well, yeah, I mean, Miss Piggy's like basically abusive to kermit Mm -hmm. not basically she is yeah she is yeah (laughs) derek's just giving me shit in the comments because uh i'm going he's saying i'm going a little too hard at miss piggy and i'll probably get us canceled but we've already been canceled once off of youtube and nothing happened we just you couldn't watch episode 179 because I think we said something about masks that was counted as medical misinformation. And I don't want to bring it up because. Or it could uh, have been the birth control that you were talking about. What birth control? You were talking about birth control in that episode too. Oh, and how if, if there was a pill, guys would totally take it. Yeah. And I, I, your I don't distaste think for condoms. YouTube doesn't care about condom use. They don't <laughs> at all. <laughs> it was definitely anything to do with COVID. So. Back to stuff that's not going to get us canceled and good old fashioned patriarchy. <laughs> um, I also feel like patriarchy getting, is the one that's bringing Gonzo down. Yeah, I feel like getting Gonzo as the character to wear a dress was also like only halfway progressive because he's like the weird, crazy character. So him right. wearing a dress is like, yeah, whatever. Gonzo would totally wear a dress. But if you got like Fonzie the bear to wear a dress or is the dog's name Ralph? I don't know. But does yeah. Fonzie the bear, is he like super masculine to you? Mm-mm. Traditionally? He's, just, he's the most boring, like, um, I guess what you would call a square character. Like he's the least like crazy and fun. Like Gonzo's like kind of a weird guy. So if, like if Gonzo was at a party, he would come down dressed as a woman in full drag and be like, look what I do, guys. And everybody was like, oh, Gonzo. At it again, Gonz. Yeah, but if Fonzie the bear was like it, they'd be like, what? what's going on? Why is Fonzie dressed like this? And it would like, I feel like it would have more of an impact 
if it was a different character. <laughs> I, I don't know. It had a huge impact. It had a huge impact on Candace Owens. Yeah, it did. What who did thought she... that it was sick and perverted that they would mm-hmm. show this to children. Yeah, she also she was the one who was super butthurt about Harry Styles wearing a dress, too, on the cover of what was it? L. Uh, Vogue. Yeah. So, yeah. And she's like, obviously never paid attention to music in the 80s whatsoever when everybody dressed like girls and wore lots of makeup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. It's just like I feel she like... thinks that we are trying to feminize our men. Well, there's some that should be feminized. And that like civilization cannot survive with feminized men. <laughs> yeah. I don't men. know if she's like, it's funny because it's like you see these, like you, you hear people like Candace Owens talk and you're like, are you not on the offensive part of the internet? Like TikTok where there's just like dudes being idiot dudes. Like, like she probably sees like the videos of like guys just being total idiots being like, hold my beer. And then going and like irreparably harming their body in some like Supreme accident and being like, yeah, that's what men should do. They should be idiots. Like jackass or like all those Buffalo bills, um, trending (laughs) videos. (laughs) Yeah. Like jackass is coming back. So Candace Owens is like, great. This is how men should be. idiots. I mean, I would rather watch men hurt themselves doing dumb stunts than watch a child Muppet in a dress. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just men hurting themselves is a lot funnier. Right. And I think the thing is that, um, you know, jackass and stupid viral videos of men hurting themselves Mm-hmm. is not like part of this woke culture that they're trying to fight. So, yeah. And you can't, and it's like, this is, I feel like this might be something that she got mad at. Cause it's just such an easy tee up for her to be mad at, be like, well, this is just so bad because it's a guy wearing a dress and he's little kids watching. I'm like, I don't think the kids care. No, like, especially. And so that's what half the problem is. Like if you're an adult and you're making it a big deal to your child, mm-hmm. like what does that say about you? Cause there's plenty of children. Like if they're old enough where they're watching the, the Muppet baby show, they don't know what's going on. Like there's plenty. I know I've heard of people like they don't want their boy children play with dolls. Like they would never, they would like freak out if like their kid wore a dress. Um, so it's just yeah. like furthering all of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it's funny because these people are like, they're so scared that like, if you let your child, who's a boy play with dolls, that he'll turn out to have like feminine tendencies and stuff, but they've done so many studies with science to learn that that doesn't really have an effect. Like, it's like they look at all these kids and then I think what happens is they'll start to like, play with like cross gender toys, specifically like trucks and uh, trucks versus dolls. Let's just go that. So it's like boys will pick dolls girls will pick trucks at the beginning, but it's more like a novelty of something that they haven't played with or whatever. But yeah, eventually they always kind of naturally for their own will, like, or for their own choices end up being gender specific. And it's not because, they were told they have to or whatever. It's just because boys usually end up liking trucks more than dolls. And um, 
but I know there's like outliers and stuff. Like there will be little boys who will rather play with dolls, but it's like, it doesn't matter. All right. Well, what if it's like a boy and they have three sisters? Like Mm -hmm. the way that kids operate is they want to what their like siblings have, or they want what other people have. So that's what they want to play with. And that would be normal to a boy in that situation. And kids that are that age, they don't even know like what the difference is between a boy and a girl. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Was it just Candace Owens who like was vocal about this or was there anybody else? Um, Well, like I know there's like basically the internet idiots who got all upset about it. But I don't know if like Candace Owens was the only famous person I heard speak out about this. Right. But yeah. You hear that? <laughs> oh, I'm a little rusty at podcasting. It's been a couple of weeks since I've done this. Um, do you have anything else to say about Gonzo wearing a dress or are you willing to move on? No, I'm proud of Gonzo. Mm-hmm. I think that there's probably more problematic Muppets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they've had one that's been living in a trash can for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they haven't addressed like the homelessness or like the Burton Ernie whole thing where it was like, are they, aren't they? And they're just unwilling to talk about if they were potentially homosexuals or something. But I feel like they might've kind of been like pushed aside and like, yeah, they are whatever. And they just never, it was, didn't like make mainstream. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah. just feels like it's like a, like a very, very um, particular porn niche or an earning. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny. Like, what would they be if they were like the typical, like, because you know how, like, for homosexual males, they have the names like Otter, Wolf, Bear. <laughs> I wonder what Bert and Ernie would be. I feel like, I feel like Ernie would be an Otter, but it's hard to say because it's like, how hairy are they? Because Right, yeah, that's a big part of how hairy they are. Maybe Ernie's, maybe Ernie's. We got to rip them sweaters off, I guess. Yeah, Bert's definitely the top. (laughs) You tell that because he's more like authoritative. But then you know how sometimes they say relationships switch in the bedroom. Is Mm -hmm. Bert actually the bottom and Ernie's the top in the bedroom? I don't know. Hmm. But I'm going to spend the rest of my night trying to find out. <laughs> Do a quick <laughs> little research. Yeah. I'll get back oh. to you guys. Hey, you know what? Uh, you know what else the internet was very upset about with the gender switching that they weren't ready for? Tell me, Dale. He-Man. At He-Man and the Masters of the... Or it was just called Masters of the Universe Revelation. We, Me and Derek talked about this last episode. Okay. And I was like, yeah, people hate it because they're idiots and they can't get over their nostalgia because pretty much whenever anything's rebooted, people hate it because they're not little kids anymore and they've become dead inside because society has crushed them morally and they aren't as innocent as they were when they watched He-Man as a little kid. Right. But it got so much deeper than that because it turns out people didn't want a new story where He-Man and Skeletor disappear. And then um, 
the narrative follows Tila a couple of years later after basically the Eternia society has crumbled and it's not what's the word I'm looking for anyway so in this cartoon like uh, all the like social roles that everybody held in the old cartoon are gone like you don't really see the king and queen like Prince Adam's mom and dad and uh, Tila and man of arms are estranged and she's like a mercenary and she's not part of the Royal guard or anything mm-hmm. because yeah. So everything switched on its head, but the narrative like He-Man and Skeletor, like I said, they disappear. So the story follows Tila basically as she's trying to figure out what happened to He-Man slash Prince Adam and Skeletor and basically get the band back together. And everybody flipped out because they were like, we don't want to show about Tila. We want to show about He-Man, which makes no sense because you can't really have the same narrative as you've always had. And right. Yeah. What's the fun in that? And like that, I mean, that's too like, so what they're, so then they would just be comparing it to what was happening when they were children. And I feel like mm-hmm. our nostalgia is just that, like when we go back and like try to watch something that we enjoyed when we were children, we're just like, Sometimes it gets ruined for us as adults where it's like, mm-hmm. I liked that. What was wrong with me? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't hold up. Like I went and watched um, both of the Ewoks movies that I used to, that I loved when I was a kid. And they are fucking garbage. Not <laughs> because I think it's it's more than they were just they were bad for the time. It was like, I think what happened was they had all the costume and props for the Ewoks and stuff after the Empire Strikes Back and they're like why don't we just fucking crunch out two movies while we have all this shit here and it's kind of funny because so the first um, there's two of the movies and in the first one it's like this boy and this girl like I think the girl's like five and the boy's like nine so the story is their parents get taken away by the bad guys who look like I can't remember what Star Wars race they are. So some Star Wars nerds going to get all up in my grill about it, but their parents get taken. So the whole show is the whole movie is the boy and the girl trying to get their parents back. And the boy's so fucking annoying. Like, I guess he was just like that typical eighties kid where he was like overconfident and like cared too much about being cool in his hair and stuff. And then at the very beginning of the second movie, they're like, okay, your parents are dead and your brother just died too. And you're like, wait, what? My and goodness. The, and the only way the girl addresses it, she's like, my parents are dead now. And you're like, what is going on? So it's like both movies are crap, but for like 10 minutes at the beginning of the second movie, when all the annoying people from the first movie just get killed off off screen, it feels kind of good. But oh yeah, I totally forgot why we were talking about this. So, so how do you feel about Tila, Dale? I like it because I don't know what the fuck everybody's talking about because He-Man is the worst character in the He-Man cartoon. Like he's just like the boringest guy. He's like, oh, I'm the good guy. I do good stuff. I don't have moral quandaries and I don't have to weigh decisions. I just do what's right because that's what's right and it's like and then i turn into this wimp 
who can't do anything. And then I summon my inner courage and you're like, this is so dumb and boring. And then Tila, she cuts her hair short. She's doing like the mercenary stuff with her friend who you don't know if they're just friends or if after they get their mercenary bounty, they're off scissoring behind the trees or something. You don't know what's happening. It's exciting. I liked it. Although I don't like for me, some reason when I'm watching kids cartoons, which gender the characters are doesn't usually come up because there's no sex or anything in it. So it doesn't matter. Uh, so is it. this for kids? I think so. I think it's like, it's one of those for kids, but it's for the, um, they have to have like the sexual tension on it for their parents. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, people need uh, strict gender roles so that they could follow along. Apparently. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. For some people, anything outside of their norm, it just like makes their head explode. And I just and it has nothing to do with you. So like what what's the problem? Yeah. Like also like. Kevin Smith handled this the worst possible way he could. He oh. basically went on the internet crying and it's like, all right, show's probably canceled now. You can't just like feed the internet trolls your tears because they just get so much stronger. So I overall, like I said in the last episode, I really liked it because there's also um the character Triclops who like, cause when He-Man and Skeletor disappear, all the magic and the land disappears too. And like, apparently that's how all the characters use their powers and stuff. So Triclops, who's the guy with the spinning head, he starts this like techno cult where they're all like eating nanobots and getting like half robot powers and stuff from that. And that part, that alone made the cartoon worth watching. So I think everybody should definitely go watch it. And I don't know. What other kids' cartoons are you watching right now that you don't have time for this? <laughs> Probably a, a good amount if they're watching one, I would think. Yeah. So I guess it sounds like you haven't watched He-Man. I have not. Revelation. or Now, knowing that the uh, lead role for most of the show is Tila, and she got her hair cut, and she's doing Hot Girl Summer, does that make you <laughs> want to watch the show anymore? Mm, I'm going to go with no. Mm. I'm going to pass on that one. But go Tila. So, so their whole pandering and trying to get girls to watch it by making a girl the lead character failed. Yeah, for me. Oh. For sure. Did you watch the rebooted Shiro a while ago? Never even heard of it. Oh. I'm out did of touch. Watch, did- I'm out of touch with the... Um, <laughs> Cartoon feminism. Did you watch uh, He-Man or She-Ra when you were a child? I don't think so. All right. Then uh, this isn't for you, I guess. <laughs> I was just like strict like Lion King 101 Dalmatians. And that's about it. Oh, yeah. Because you're younger than us. How old are you? Yeah. 33. Are you- oh, yeah. So you're a little bit younger. So He-Man would have been well off the air by the time you were watching cartoons because... I'm just trying to do math. You were born 80 some 86 or whatever ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, yeah, he man 
would have just been in reruns and syndication when you were watching. No, because yeah, He-Man would have been long gone because it ran in syndication till like I think 91 or 92 and then it kind of went off the air. So you were probably like not even around for that. So you would have been like Tailspin DuckTales age? Yeah, that's what Argoyles. I was just thinking. Darkwing Duck. Yeah. So yeah. maybe I, are... we need, I need to make a re- reboot with Darkwing Duck as a female. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. Like sexy Darkwing Duck or just like playing Jane Darkwing Duck? I don't know. I mean, in like for me, I for to hold my entertainment, she would have to be sexy, but I probably would <laughs> get me canceled. So <laughs> I'm just thinking of like Lola Bunny. It's like she's gonna have oh to. Uh, it would probably be like Daphne or no, no, is Daphne which was the one in the dorky one on um, Scooby Doo? Velma. Velma. So yeah, mm-hmm. she'd probably be like Velma. Yeah, it's funny because. As, but Velma has her own fans, I'm oh sure. Oh, yeah. So. I'm saying as plain Jane is what she was. Just because she was the nerd, she got sexualized and uh, fetishized enough by the uh, nerdy fans that be. I was just going to. Oh, yeah. The uh, new um, Space Jam is very unsexy. Lola was not sexy at all. Sorry. Although Grandma had some moves. <laughs> Which I think was done more just for comedic effect than anything else. Like she was had, <laughs> she had, she slammed dunks in one spot. You're yeah. Really into grandmas today. You want to talk <laughs> about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. I never put it together. Like the Penny Hardaway dressed as a grandma thing. <laughs> Norbit, how I wanted to be dressed as a grandma. I think. This is Doubtfire. I think a man dressing as a girl has just always been universally funny. Like there's a reason every comedic actor at one point, like bosom buddies with Tom Hanks. I forgot to bring that one up before. Like it's just funny that they're dressed up as a girl and like kind of doing the fish out of the water. Like, Oh my God, trying to act like a girl. And what was that other, the Wayne's brothers movie? White chicks. White chicks, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I think I've seen that. I don't think I saw that. I think I saw pieces of it, but I don't think I saw it. Hmm. I should have watched that for homework for this show. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess if I had to watch all of the uh, movies where somebody dressed up like a girl, that would have been like a lot of movies to watch. Sounds like so, you have some homework. Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to let you talk more because I think Tanil in the comments said I was talking too much and you weren't talking enough. And I'm okay. trying. I'm, I'm trying to be here, gender inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, then you shouldn't have picked talking about Masters of the Universe. Yeah, I shouldn't have talked about a uh, <laughs> cartoon you've never heard of or seen. Well, you've yeah. heard of it, but you haven't seen Uh I take umbrage. Tennille just said square SpongeBob SquarePants is the most annoying cartoon ever. And it is not. It is great. I have not really watched SpongeBob. So it's secretly been around on the air for like 18 years or something ridiculous. I feel like longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's got like three movies. It's been around forever. Yeah. SpongeBob. 
I remember I always try to get like my nieces and nephews to watch SpongeBob, but they never like it. I'm like, why don't you guys watch this? Quit watching Paw Patrol and watch SpongeBob SquarePants. Derek makes fun of me because I'm like still obsessed with South South Park. So. Well, I mean, that is the most grown up cartoon. Mm, Have you seen um, Bad Mouth or Big Mouth? Yeah, that's a pretty good cartoon. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched South Park in a bunch of years. That's funny you brought it up because uh, so I think I just saw like some news article about how Christian Shaw got fired from uh, South Park after like an episode or something. And I was mm-hmm. like, I haven't watched South Park in a long time. Maybe I should watch that. And Derek in the comments just brought up BoJack Horseman, which sucks. <laughs> I hate Bojack Horseman. Yeah, Derek tried to get me into that too, and I just was yeah. not that excited about it. Mm-hmm. My he mind just... is very simple, especially when it comes to cartoons and TV. So I mean, like hey, those obvious jokes. When they say this, this appeals to the lowest common denominator. I feel like too many people view that as a bad thing. Like I (laughs) am always defending movies that everybody hates on this show. And it's like people fail to appreciate the simplicity of a lot of shows and movies. Yeah. Like Paul Blart Malkoff. (laughs) Great movie. Oh my God. It's so funny because it's like Kevin James is just one of those guys Whoever, I think it's maybe because we're the same body type, but it's like every time he does something, I just laugh and everybody's like, because like he has this show um, or this like a bunch of short videos on YouTube and it's called The Sound Guy and he just edits himself into movies and it's so funny. It's just him like being the sound guy and being like awkward and like talking to the characters, but it's all like stuff clipped from the movies and it's so funny. And then there's this other one. And he's like playing poker. And for whatever reason, he's like wearing this giant wig that's like down to here. And he just like moves his head. And he's like the whole it's like five minutes. And the whole time it's just him sweating because he's trying to figure out what poker to move to make. And it's hilarious. Like it shows him moving his clips and there's like just water pouring down (laughs) his fingers. And then for whatever reason, he's like. (laughs) <laughs> he drinks this glass of milk and it's like the wigs all sweaty and it's in his face. And then the milk's on his face and I'm just fucking dying laughing. And Andrew's behind me and she's like, I don't really get this. Why is this so funny? And it's <laughs> like, I'm dying. So if, so don't watch He-Man or Bojack Horseman or all that other stuff. Just go watch Kevin James videos on YouTube. That's all. That's all you really need. <laughs> I looked it up and SpongeBob has been around since 1999. Holy snap. 22 years. Yeah. Thanks Is for that... doing the math on that for me. Hey, no problem. If, if, if anything, I'll bring simple math to the equation. Do you think, is it still running? Let's see. Yeah. Like when you looked it up, did it have a closing date? It says May 1st, 1999 to present. Oh, there you go. Is Although that it the says second? number of seasons, 13, number of episodes, 268. Oh, yeah. I probably did the thing where it took more than a year to do some of the seasons. Well, obviously it did. Yeah. 
Wait, how many how many episodes? 208? 268. Oh, so it's like basically 20 episode seasons. I'm just trying to just trying to do that simple math I was just bragging about. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. you? Do you like Kevin James movies? I do. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Because Derek in the comments, he just said, I feel reassured that people who like Kevin James don't like BoJack Horseman. So if I had to pick which side of the fence I was on, it's the Kevin James side. And I feel like you're with me on that side. So well, it's, it's not surprising that me and you would pick the same thing. Why? Because <laughs> we're secretly the same person. We're just yes. different. Yeah. It's, it's the first time people have seen us at the same time. They thought we oh. were the same person. Man, we totally ruined that whole Dennis Pokeroo thing we <laughs> had going where they're like, I haven't seen them in the same room at the same time. It's like, make them both drink a glass of milk. I bet you they drink it the exact same way, which coinc- coincidentally is the same way Kevin James drinks milk. <laughs> Covered in sweat. Yeah. Oh, my God. Do you think Kevin James is the third for our triplets? I mean, he's not near the same age as us, but I feel like. Wait, so you're you said Maybe you're 33. Is Kevin James older than 51? Is the gap between you and me the same as the gap between me and Kevin James? Oh, my God. Could you imagine how awesome the sitcom would be if you and me were brother and sister? Okay, wait. So he's okay. If he was like 14, he could have had me. But I look young. So I could just say that I'm the same age as you. And we could be twins. And we could be Kevin James's kids on a sitcom. Oh, we're like, okay. Here's the sitcom. Kevin James is our dad. He's blue collar because that's just the funny. Did he ever have kids on King of Queens? No. So Kevin James, he's a blue. He's a blue collar guy. He's nearing retirement. He's like got 10 years left. So he's like finagling his finances and he's going to go into early retirement because he saved his money. But then his adult screw up kids move home. So he has to keep working because he can't afford it. Yes. Oh my God! Somebody get Kevin James's agent and Netflix. I'm sure he still owes them. Hey, it doesn't even have to be a series. It could be a. I'll do a one-off movie. (laughs) Oh my God! Throwing up three. It would be like okay, clip 556 because Dale keeps laughing at Kevin James. Cut. (laughs) Dale staring at Kevin James a little too hard. Oh man, I wish Kevin James was my dad. (laughs) let's just keep talking about kevin james forever and not talk about what we're going to talk about are we still talking about he-man no i i I don't know what we're talking about at this point but oh my god i think we were (laughs) this has to be a record for a good tie-in does how does kevin james emasculate the the modern man Mm. Wow, obviously, if you've seen Paul Blart, Mall Cop, he has a wicked mustache, which screams super masculine. So I don't think he would. If anything, I think Kevin James could be accused of that whole classic trope of making men buffoons. So it delegitimizes their power or whatever. Yeah. Like. What and it's Kevin like, so well, that's like the whole, that? what? 
I was like, what does Candace Jones have to say about that? The buffoonizing <laughs> of the white male. Yeah. Well, like the whole sitcom trope of super hot wife, idiot husband. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kevin James is still pretty hot, though, for a bigger dude. He's handsome. <laughs> I legitimately think my mom has a crush on him. So. Really? So oh maybe it's my dad. Maybe this is, is my getting real dad. closer to reality. Oh my god! Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine having? Wait, do you have a stepdad right now? No. Mm, you could. You could have Kevin James' stepdad. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so maybe it's not a movie. So we're gonna parent trap Kevin James and your mom. Okay. I don't know. And my it's real dad. Be a reality about show. That, but... Oh, are they still married? I thought they were split yeah. for some reason. Hmm. How much do you like your real dad? Love him. Like enough to split up their marriage? No, probably not. All right, fine. We'll leave your parents married. But you have... Maybe we can modernize it. And Wait, it can my be mom's like single? Poly- polyamorous with Kevin James. I don't know. My mom's a widow. Then Kevin James could be my dad. Oh, my God. <gasps> I got to text my mom, although my mom's a little bit older than him. I don't know. Maybe he has maybe a little May, December romance going on. I mean, mm. maybe. I wonder if Kevin James. Likes maybe that's where you get your love from grandma. <laughs> from my real dad, Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> This episode's a write-off. Now I can't think of anything else besides <laughs> hatching plots to make Kevin James my real dad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think if Kevin James, if we somehow make Kevin James my dad, would that make Vince Vaughn like my honorary uncle? Because they're like best Yeah, he's buds. like the uncle that you, it's like you, like where you're not like blood related, but you're still an uncle. <laughs> sorry i'm laughing derek in the comments was like how are you still talking about this <laughs> well let me tell you uh i might have to start a side podcast just called dale loves kevin james and i just talk about kevin james for eternity and it would probably be my most popular podcast i feel like it would get the most listeners yeah i mean you still have well, how many episodes of your other podcast have you done? Like, you just switch it. To Two. <laughs> it's not going very fast because I have to research the stuff. Like, the last episode I did was Pyramids, and I researched it for, like, a week. And then I was still like, I haven't researched this nearly enough. So now the next episode I'm going to do is Sasquatches. And I'm like, it's like, it's almost like, Feels like I painted myself into a corner because I was like, I like Sasquatches. I'll talk about Sasquatches. I was like, fuck, I got to learn so much about Sasquatches. Otherwise, people will just be pissed off at me and want to talk about Sasquatches to me. That's the other thing. It's like, have you talked to people who like Sasquatch besides me, who's completely normal and not obnoxious in any way? Yes, I feel like I was watching something recently where the person was like obsessed with Sasquatch. Mm hmm. I feel like it was like some sort of dating show. Anyways, your episode after Sasquatches should be the next conspiracy theory should be that Kevin James is your father. 
Yeah, I'll be like, it'll be like my Tulpa. I will just use sigil magic and I will focus on it and I will like manifest it into being that it'll just like, I'll like skew the timeline and it'll just like, it'll <laughs> jump and it'll just be like, Kevin James was always my dad. And it'll be funny because the ages won't work out. And anytime someone brings up like, but Kevin James was 14 when you were born. That means he would have been 13 when he impregnated your mom. And people are like, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. It'll be like they'll use like a TV show MacGuffin where they'll be like ha, crazy kids or something like that. Or. OK, here it is. This is what happened. So in the alternate timeline where Kevin James is my dad, but he impregnated my mom when he was 13. My mom was one of those like uh, middle school teachers that seduces the student so it'll be like my my mom and kevin james will have this super weird like disconnected like uh relationship where like she's not legally allowed to talk to him because even though it's been 42 years since she um seduced the student like the statute of limitations or whatever on them not being allowed to talk to each other hasn't worn out so they like talk in secret so like the whole comedic aspect of the show will be like me being the go-between between my mom and kevin james i mean this, i don't this see how like, this isn't a tv show already i don't i don't see how this is in reality so i mean god you know what i just realized is my dream job is if I just get to go into like a writer's room and spitball new sitcoms for Kevin James. <laughs> wow, that would be your dream job. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> and then it'll be like, like that oh. is someone's job. Oh my God. Could you imagine a better job than that? Or like even not Kevin James, like some other actress or actor you like. Oh, and then it would be like, they'll be like, oh, we're trying to get some heat on this actress. Can you figure out a way to work her into the Kevin James sitcom? And it'd be like, yeah, like Anna Ferris, who just left the set of mom because she didn't want to do that show anymore. And then I just come up with this like show about Kevin James and Anna Ferris. <laughs> Is that your dream, Dale? You should okay. pursue it. I, I should. I, how does... Start blowing up Kevin James's Instagram. Oh my god! <laughs> or just, like find like the least famous person he's friends with, and then just like start DMing them. The best would be if I start blowing up Kevin James on the internet, and it just comes across that I'm sexually attracted to Kevin James, but I don't quite get it, and everybody else is like, "What the fuck?" Dale likes Ke Dale wants to have sex with Kevin James. And I don't like, know the way you're carrying on about this and the way that you're blushing now oh, yeah. like, and the little giggles. I don't think that's too far <laughs> off. So like, remember that scene from Grown Ups when you're on the rope swing? Yeah, I kind of wish I was the rope. <laughs> and people <laughs> would be like, what? Honestly, like you're just obviously going to have to tag Kevin James in this episode. So. What do I have to do with my life to get Kevin James to watch this episode of this podcast? I'll help you. Oh, my God. Okay, new sitcom. Me and Kevin James have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin James, if you're out there and you're watching this. 
This spot that I'm in is open. <laughs> Wait, you don't. You got to come too because you're going to be my sister in the show. That's one of the other podcasts. <laughs> I just went for your podcast. Well, Kevin guess... James, we're here to announce today that Kevin James is going to be the new co host of Outrage Factory. Okay, how do you feel about Anna Ferris acting as you <laughs> in this new pod or sitcom? Uh, Derek just said Kevin James can't have his spot on this podcast. So sorry, <laughs> well, Kevin well, James. Derek I know also I said that me liking Kevin James is grounds for divorce. So. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I was watching this. I can't just make a joke. I was going to be like, you should just like ride him and convince him until he dresses up as Kevin James for sexual role play. How much convincing would you have to do to get Derek to dress up as Kevin James? Well, I mean, he'd have to also gain a lot of weight. Mm. He can wear a fat suit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My next question is, so you, you actually somehow convinced Derek to sexually role play Kevin James, Uh which movie <laughs> Ouch, Derek, said, Derek said he could just borrow some of my clothes, and as much as it hurts, it's probably true. I don't know. Actually, I honestly don't even know how many Kevin James movies I've seen, mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna have to go with Hitch. Oh, that's a good one because yeah. he's all sweet and nice. Yeah, but he's just like he's just kind of like boring, like semi casual. That's my type. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, here. Have you seen Here Comes the Boom? No. Where he, I think he's a school teacher and he becomes an MMA fighter to like make money for something or other. Uh, there's the dilemma where he's a car designer guy. I feel like we just went through. I feel like I just went through all of Kevin James movies like two episodes ago. But you might not have heard that episode, so I'm <laughs> yeah, going to so do it again. This is like not even special to just our episode together. Yeah. Um, no, I talk about Kevin James all the time. I haven't talked about Kevin James this much or had this many good Kevin James sitcom ideas. Because Derek doesn't like Kevin James, so. How do people not? Like, I get not finding Kevin James as funny as I find him. Or... He's like a less offensive Adam Sandler. Yeah. He's like, it's like, (coughs) it's like if Adam Sandler and Kevin James, if you knew them in real life, Adam Sandler's the one that gets way too drunk and embarrasses you. Whereas Kevin James gets drunk and makes good jokes. Kevin James is like the love child of Adam Sandler and John Favreau. Favreau. That is such a good way to put it because he's directly in the middle because John Favreau Seems like he's kind of a boring guy. Whereas Adam Sandler, like maybe not now that he's an old man, but in his youth, I bet he could kind of get kind of exhausting. Whereas Kevin James is that like perfect melding of exhausting and boring. (laughs) Maybe that's why I like him because that's how I feel I am. But he also has like, (laughs) doesn't John Favreau have like the New York thing going on too? I guess. Or Boston. I don't know. Yeah. Something in the Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's funny because 
Yeah, because John Favreau's from there or Chicago. That's where. Mm. Right. Aren't they all from Chicago? Like Favreau, Vince Vaughn. Kevin James. No, I think Kevin James is from Boston. No, New York. Oh. It's funny because it's like you think of like Boston and New York as worlds apart. But it's like if you come to Canada, they're way closer than any of the other two cities. Oh, yeah. Well, we've talked about this before, like being from Philly and like. All those cities are like so close to me. Mm -hmm. Like to get to Calgary from here where I just was this weekend, it's like 10 hour drive or so, like eight to 10 hour drive. And to get to Victoria, the other biggest city in BC Mm -hmm. is like a two and a half hour ferry ride and then a half hour drive. So like three hours. And then Kelowna is like four hours, which is not even that big of a city. Yeah, Boston is like five hours for me and I can probably get to New York City in under two hours. Really? Did you go to New York all the time? Were you guys ever like, ah, fuck, let's go to New York. Nope, never. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's weird because it's like one thing about BC is like since all the cities are so far apart, you just travel from one to the other so much. You're like, fuck, we'll just like you're like, oh, we're going on vacation. We'll go like three hours for two days. Whereas like you probably would have never done that. You wouldn't have been like, oh, let's go to Boston overnight or New York overnight. New York. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, 20s. it's just like. It's like they're so close. You could go whenever you want, but then yeah. you never go. That's true. And I Boston is like five hours, but I had only like visited it for the first time a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. You figure like of all those cities, I think I'd want to go to Boston the most just because of their accents. It would just be so funny <laughs> <laughs> to listen to them talk about it. <laughs> Derek doesn't have nowhere near Boston, but yeah, it's five hours yeah, away. You're in Vancouver now. So oh, well, yeah. you're like, you're more than a five hour flight from Boston now. Yeah. I honestly did not like Boston. So. Yeah, I know. It sounds like it sounds like it's full of animals who get drunk and beat each other up, but they do have funny accents. They do. Sometimes like I've had coworkers from Boston and I can't even understand them. Yeah, that's like Canada's equivalent, I guess, would be a newfie. I'm trying to think of is Boston America's hardest accent? Like, do they have like the most hard to understand accent of all the people in the States? Because South um, South has pretty strong accents, but none of them are really hard to talk understand they just have like a long drawn out drawl maybe like swamp people those would be like newfies or some people from like uh new orleans that speak um new orleans what are they what is that language that they speak new orleans uh new orleanese no it's creole creole yeah what's the difference between creole and cajun is Cajun the food and Creole the language? Or is because Cajun's a food too? No, wait, I just said that. I just said Creole was, yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Boston, I don't, uh, Boston, so. I don't I have, I've never met someone from Boston that I like. So, Boston. 
Yeah. You're going to get this kicked off the internet for hate speech against Bostonians, but nobody actually cares. Someone's people- probably like, what about me and my messages? And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I fucking hate you. And you shouldn't have brought it up because now it's awkward. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I love that. Like when you say, oh, I hate all of this person. And you're like, and people are like, you don't mean that. You're just generalizing. And you're like, yeah, I guess I am. Okay, I get it all the time being from Philly sideways. So. Yeah. Well, the only thing I know about Philly is uh, that comedian who got shit canned off SNL because he's racist against Chinese people. And it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Those yeah. are my oh, and I guess Will Smith. Those are my only Philly references. I hear it's isn't it just like all of the West Coast is just like meathead dudes who just beat each other up. The East Coast? Yeah. Like Boston, New York, Long Island, Philly. Long Island. <laughs> New Jersey. Um, no, I mean, in Philly, like, we're the city of brotherly love, so I think we got a bad rap. Like, that's pretty progressive from what I've heard about Philly. Like, brotherly what? love? Not brotherly, like love, brotherly love, but... Oh. Brotherly love and sisterly affection. I mean, both of those sound very erotic. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because sisterly affection is in my porn searches a lot. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, my. You could just be call it like scissorly affection instead of sisterly. Get it? Derek's popping off about uh, Philly people. Yeah. Oh, and- M. Night Shyamalan. Is he from Philly? I love M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I think he is. He films a lot of stuff there. Oh, that's probably why he likes Mark Wahlberg so much. Which well, he's in Boston. There's nothing wrong with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, but you just said Boston and Philly are like five hours apart. In but Canada, you know, well, that'd be like from the same province. Is Bruce Willis from Philly? I don't know. Massachusetts. Boston's in Massachusetts, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I don't know why. Um, like, I'm laughing at you. I'm sorry. That's fine. Because, like, to me, it's, like, common knowledge. But, like, I know, like, n- Americans don't know anything about Canada at all. That's because there's nothing interesting to know. You know what? You know what the biggest thing we learn about in social studies about our own country is when pe- it's, like, the industrialization when people left farms and moved to cities. That's the most important thing we learn about in our history. That's how boring this country is. So you've learned and, mostly like American history and we, I don't think we've yeah. learned any Canadian history to be hmm. honest. There's nothing to learn because anything that is like, um, kind of like, affected the development of this country a lot is all the shit we want to keep secret that we did to like the first nations people when we were horrible bastards, when we were making the country, like we don't have like a cool story, like the Boston tea party or that Paul Revere guy who ran around on a horse or the Alamo (laughs) or (laughs) Derek's Derek's like talking in the comments. He's talking about stuff that uh, Canada's done. And that's like zipper pasteurization, uh, the fur trade, maple syrup. Oh, 
and the war of 1812, which everybody likes to from Canada likes to bring it up because uh, we burned down the White House, <laughs> which is pretty impressive, I guess. But there's no way we could do it again. And I think the only way we burned down the White I House hope was that no one could do that again. So Yeah, I think it wasn't like a. We overwhelmed your forces and then burned it down. I think like secret guys ran in, burned it and left. And since it was 1812 and people didn't know what like um, fire prevention was, it probably just went up in like an hour. Right. Yeah. So I've taken Derek to see the White House before. Mm, nice. That I'm is the nice thing about the East Coast, though, is like Boston, Philly, D.C., we have like all that history and like, dude, did you have so much cool, like weird cult shit you could go to like in New England? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, I you forgot you're go... obsessed with Ohio, which is like the most boring Ohio. state that exists. Well, that's just like the Serpent Mound. And there's like Ohio only has all these Serpent Mounds and stuff because everybody everywhere else like Serpent Mound. Serpent. It's like this mound shaped like a serpent. Anyways, no, it's like this. Um. <laughs> It's this thing like the mound builders, the mound builders were a group of First Nations. I can't remember if it was different groups and they all kind of did it, but they would build mounds and some of them line up with um, like uh, the stars. There's a word for it that starts with an A that I can't think of right now. Astrology? Yeah. There's, there's really? like some of these mounds line up astrologically with the sky and the serpent mound, the way it's like, cause it's like what it is, is it's like a snake and then there's a egg in its mouth or something. And then it has a tail that comes down and it points directly at the summer solstice. And that's wow. in Ohio. But my point was that the only reason I think all this shit is in Ohio was I think there was just as much in like Pennsylvania and Massachusetts and shit, but that was so populated back whenever that they like raided all these mounds because what they would a thing that would happen was um the guy who started mormonism john smith he would go and he would raid these mounds for like um like it was like a very popular thing where people would go and they would dig up the first nation mounds and they would take like trinkets and stuff and resell them and that was like their whole sort of like secondary business but a lot of people were too like scared of um curses and stuff to actually do it which they should have probably listened to because there's no good of disturbing the dead that can come so yeah but yeah you have like no no wait georgia's does georgia count as the east coast or is that like southeast coast it's southeast coast because it's all these places are still within the confines of like British Columbia and how far apart they are. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure if you put British Columbia over the East coast, well, obviously, cause it goes down, it would go from like the tippy top of New York all the way down to Florida. Oh yeah. Sleepy hollow. Where's that? That's a new yeah. England, right? Oh yeah. So true. like, Apparently, there's like a bunch of cult shit there, too. Like there's like um, there's a New England Stonehenge. I don't remember where it is. And then you have all like the Salem witch trials and shit and the Puritans. And it's like, 
It's actually only looks like it's North Carolina to the bottom of Florida. Oh, that's how big BC would be. Yeah. Oh, that's way smaller than I thought it would be. And like um, Georgia and so Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, and like Tennessee. Oh yeah, because the reason I brought up Georgia was the Georgia Guidestones, which doesn't really count as old school because those were put up in like the 50s or something so i don't think they count but yeah the blair witch that was like was not new jersey oh yeah well new jersey's like right next door isn't it it's like right so, next to new york oh yeah, yeah 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 so that all counts as the same area to me so yeah that would be sweet to go like don't go ever to that say that area. to someone from new jersey <laughs> what are they gonna do drive to bc and beat me up yeah um no it'd be sweet to go through that whole area and go look at all like the ancient shit because yeah because the puritans and shit came over and just started building shit there like forever ago and also like the first the first state yeah and it's like uh like there used to be like an ice sheet that covered half of North America, but that didn't go down to like where we're talking about. Like it didn't go as far south as New England and shit. So supposedly there's this like ancient civilization that lived pre 13,000 years ago. So they would have moved around in there. And those are the ones who built like the mounds and stuff. And oh. that's why you don't get anything like that up in Canada because we're all covered in bullshit ice so nobody so like the that pre the pre modern civilization that's not supposed to exist that it wasn't up here gotcha but you still have like the what i like about bc is like you still have like the ancient like trees and um mm-hmm. so yeah that's one thing because <laughs> Because that um, that ice sheet didn't go down, like it didn't reach all the way to the coast of BC. So that's why we have trees that are thousands or hundreds of years old and stuff, as opposed to maybe Ontario and stuff where they don't. But yeah, it is uh, that we do have a lot of old growth, which is nice. Yeah. But they have that in Washington, too, don't they? No. You realize I could read the comments too, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching this on Facebook, Derek just said, This is interesting. I'm going to sleep. And then Kate said, Same. <laughs> and I read it. And now my feelings are hurt. <laughs> is, this, is this what it feels like to be a person from Boston who's met you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should interview them on the next episode. The bo- people in Boston will start an anti-Kate fan club. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it probably already exists. We'll be like, we hate her because she hates all of us. And I'd be like, from what I've heard about Boston. All the deserve. Actually, it. I don't I don't know anything about Boston. Yeah. I was about to say like the Southeast, but I don't even know if that's a thing. Yeah. A group of people. Well, I think we're at like an hour and 25 minutes. So 
we still had stuff to talk about, but it's not as interesting as Kevin James. So yeah, nothing is. So no, nothing really. And my dreams of becoming his on-screen child. Thanks. I for... really think that 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 first sitcom I pitched with you and me as brother and sister, and we have to move back in with our dad, Kevin James. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, and then the subplot is our mom's dead, but he's not willing to move on. And then there's like this <laughs> smoking hot chick who loves him because he's such a nice guy. And she she's like, like one of my friends or is she like, oh, no, she's like a coworker. She's like, because we his in caretaker? the show. No, in the show, we'd be like 33. Kevin would be 56, like his real age. She could be like 45. Like she could be still young enough to be hot. But like not, but like, and she could be like, maybe like a recovered girl with loose morals. So she could be like, like the whole Blanche Devereaux character from Golden Girls, where she just Mm -hmm. like comes on so strong and he doesn't get it. And she could just be like, basically throwing herself at Kevin James and him not picking it up. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. And then she could make sexual innuendos about stuff being Let's temperature hot. It. I'm gonna I'm gonna write I'm not gonna write this script. <laughs> this is the exact same thing that's gonna happen as my werewolf novel where I'll start writing it and I'll be like I have a million good ideas but every time I sit down to write this book it just gets bigger. It'll just be like one sentence Kevin James is my dad. <laughs> the end <laughs> that's my pitch to Netflix. Kevin James is my dad and they'll be like well, he does. He is under yeah. contract. Yeah. Or I wonder how many <laughs> movies um, Adam Sandler is still contracted to for two for contracted oh, for with Netflix. Yeah, because he had the contract for eight. Maybe we maybe we just uh, get an Adam Sandler's ear. My right, friends, right? Homework. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Grown Ups 3. I think we started at the bottom, though. I'm going to start Ooh. sending some DMs to uh, Rob Schneider. He'd be at the bottom. <laughs> Fucking throw Rob Schneider right under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because Spade. He... Well, Kevin James is obviously at the top. Right. The things I've seen David Spade in lately. So. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and then if we could visit David Spade, we could get Whitney Cummings and she's hilarious. She could be the woman with loose morals. That's in love with her dad. I love it. That is such a good idea. <laughs> oh, Whitney Cummings hitting on Kevin James would be so funny. Although I think she's younger than us. Younger than me, at least. It's okay. It doesn't matter in, on TV. That's true. Yeah. Well, I think I think we've talked about this episode enough. We talked on this episode enough. Yeah. Till next time. Whatever else we're going to talk about. We'll save it for the next episode. Uh, So you have a podcast? I do. It is called The After Party. Mm -hmm. With the Sober Kates, where we talk about uh, Kevin James only slightly less. (laughs) Does your... Does your podcast uh, co-host get as mad about how much you talk about Kevin James as mine does? No, not at all. She supports me in everything I do. 
Nice. Must be nice. Oh, Derek already left. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So you've got that going and uh, people can find that on what anchor. Um, Wherever you get your podcast, it's on, uh, it's just hosted on anchor. So, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's on Apple. It's on Spotify. Nice. Nice. Um, You also have Instagram. Instagram. You can find me at Crandallka, which is part of my old last name, or at the Sober Kates. Okay. I'll put a link to this in the show notes. Link in the show notes. Uh, If you want to find our podcast Twitter, Kate doesn't have Twitter, so I'm not steamrolling over her before she gets a chance to talk about it. (laughs) But uh, if you want to find our podcast Twitter, it's at Outrage Fact Pod. My personal Twitter is at SuperDaleBot. Derek's personal Twitter is at Herder with three R's on her and her. Um, Herder. Facebook is facebook.com outrage fact pod. Uh, do you guys have a sober kids Facebook page? No. Hmm. Little kids on on Facebook. Oh, really? Or Twitter and barely Instagram. So. Yeah. How do you guys message each other? Just like texts or WhatsApp texts? Yeah. I feel the only thing I use Facebook anymore is for to message people and to upload all the pictures I take. That's basically all I do on Facebook. Oh, I had this podcast, of course. We stream live on Facebook. <laughs> we are streaming live on Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. It was a, a treat. Uh, I didn't want to stroke your ego before you got here, but every time you come on, our views go way up. I think that's because people, unlike... The He-Man cartoon podcasts people love when women are on because we get more <laughs> views when you're here. Um, I would say anytime, anytime yeah. you need to use me for ratings. <laughs> Careful, I'll take you up on that. <laughs> uh, until next time. Oh, you don't you don't know the thing? No, you don't know the thing we do. I thought you watched all 181 episodes. Well, anyways, you just say until next time, stay angry. So until next time, stay angry. There you go.